0: This is not psychotherapy. Dr. Wills does not have a provider-patient relationship with this guest. These are just two people talking about emotions.
1: Welcome to Give a F*** Actually with your host, Dr. Alex Wills. Dr. Alex Wills. Welcome to Give a Fuck Actually. Today, we're here with Wendy Myers. How's it going, Wendy?
0: I'm great. Thank you.
1: Thanks for being on. It's, it took us a few tries to make it work, but we're here.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> so uh, Dr. Wendy Myers is a naturopathic doctor and founder of MyersDetox.com. She is a heavy metal detox and bio in- energetics expert, as well as the number one best-selling author of Limitless Energy, How to Detox, Toxic metals to end exhaustion and chronic fatigue. Wendy is the host of a top 100 rated podcast, the Myers Detox Podcast, about protecting your health with detoxification. Does that
0: all sound right? <laughs> yes, that is correct. That is correct. Yeah, I've been podcasting for a, a long time, for almost nine years. And so, but I, but thank you so much for having me on the show. I love coming on other people's shows.
1: Yeah, Wendy was kind enough to have me on her show earlier this year, I guess. And that was a great experience. How many episodes are you up to? Do you keep count?
0: I'm, I'm almost at 500. (laughs) I said, I just, I can't believe it, but it's, you know, a lot to talk about on the subject of, and my podcast is on detoxification. So not every podcast is on that, but most of them are about, you know, heavy metal, environmental toxins and how to remove them from their, their body and what health issues they cause. And so it's a passion of mine. But psychology and emotional trauma is, is also a big passion of mine as well. So I'm really excited to talk about that on the show today.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. And where's the best place that people can find you?
0: Yeah, you can find me at myersdetox.com, and I'm on all the social media handles or Myers Detox. And then I'm on YouTube at youtube.com slash Wendy Myers.
1: Awesome. Any news? What's kind of going on for you these days?
0: Well, you know, I live in in Mexico and decided to move down here and have a permanent vacation. And so life's really, really good. And, you know, this summer I'm going to travel with my boyfriend around the world and maybe settle in Bali. (laughs) So life's amazing right now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I've heard good things about Bali. So, wow, Mexico, it must be great down there.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, I went to the beach a couple days ago and it's beautiful Mexican Riviera, Caribbean. So I'm in uh, like near Cancun. That's nice.
1: Very cool. Yeah, so where would you like to start off today?
0: Well, you know what? I can talk a little bit about my own health journey and see if that kind of resonates with people. Because, you know, for I'm a health nut, I love doing everything for my health, and I'm 50 years old. And I've always been into into health and doing different things. And, you know, I reached a point where I felt like I'd done everything for my health, but I still would wake up just feeling kind of blah, you know, just Mm -hmm. meh, you know, just kind of gray and flat. And, and I just thought, you know, what exactly do I have to do in order to feel good? You know, and, and, you know, you always hear things like, oh, happiness is a choice and, and, you know, just love yourself. Say, I love yourself in the mirror, but it's just not that simple. And what I learned in my journey, I just I met a number of different people and met someone that talked about, you know, you they had a bioenergetic program software that you can do a scan on yourself and detect your emotional traumas and what organs that they're affecting. And I thought, that's really interesting. I'd never really, i have had like 10 years of talk therapy, which was great. You know, I'd become an expert in my neuroses and I had, uh, you know, done a lot of self-help stuff and read all the books. And I still just felt like there was so much more that I needed to do. And I couldn't quite pinpoint it. And I, I didn't want to go to therapy again. i talked about all the issues and the past and, you know, and I just kind of didn't want to do that anymore. I was just felt like I was done. And so I did, I did this scan and, started doing this bioenergetic program. It's called Ness Health. And I just, uh, I just could not believe uh, just the releases I was having emotionally doing this, this program. And I also had been bulimic, you know, since I was a teen and it just disappeared. I mean, I I just, it just stopped happening. And certainly I have occasionally have, uh, you know, about here and there of that, but it just, uh, it was no longer a solution or a, a stress mechanism that I needed to employ anymore because the underlying root cause, whatever the trauma or emotion or stuck emotion or what have you, that was the, the impetus to, to be bulimic or binge and purge just wasn't there anymore. And so I just had no desire to engage in that behavior. And I also found myself handling stress a lot better, sleeping a lot better, generally feeling better emotionally because I was releasing emotional trauma. And so I started studying this more and more and more. I've been doing this program for about seven years. And um, it's just, it's phenomenal. And I recently produced a course called the Emotional Detox Program. And in my research, all this conventional medical research, I learned a lot more about um, the shocking statistics, really, that 65% or more of physical health issues are caused by emotional trauma, more specifically parental attachment issues where you're not kind of really bonding with your caregiver or there's neglect or there's abuse. But not everyone has to have outright ab- abuse. I always thought of emotional trauma as, you know, mental, physical, sexual abuse or of some kind. But for me, it was just neglect, you know, parents that were emotionally available because they're on depression, divorce, or what have you. But I, I think a lot of people don't identify with having emotional trauma. So it's not something they think of to to work on or something that needs to be addressed, but it can be anything that you aren't emotionally ready to deal with. It can cause you a trauma that leaves an imprint. Uh, it leaves a energetic imprint on you that, uh, actually can be very easily released. Um, and it's not, and a lot of these things are, you're not consciously aware of them. So you're not able to verbalize them, say in talk therapy, you know? And so all this stuff, I, I just found very, very fascinating. I've always been interested in psychology my whole life. And so Really unpacking all this and researching this for years. um, I I think it's for me, it's something that when I'm working with patients, I want them to work on doing emotional trauma work because that's because they're coming to me for physical issues, you know, and and so they kind of are surprised when I want them to do emotional trauma work and do this very, very simple things actually to uh, release their emotional trauma. Uh, that goes a long way to improving their health and uh, and helping them emotionally uh, as well.
1: Yeah, you know, years ago, I took a deep dive into five or six different therapies, which really helped to get into some of the emotional trauma stored in the body, a lot of inner child work to kind of release those things. I developed something called Emotional Somatic Release Therapy, and I'm, I haven't heard of Nest Health. Could you maybe walk us through how does the body scan work if somebody wanted to do this? Like what's kind of the step-by-step of what would happen?
0: Yes. So Nest Health, it's N-E-S health. And so uh, you can learn more about that on myersdetox.com. Um, but Nest Health is a bioenergetic software. It tests over 800 different data points. You get a wealth of information about all different types of energetic blocks you have in your body you know, all all the different emotional traumas you have, emotions, positive and negative emotions that are resonating with you, because they all have a frequency that can be measured. So all your emotions, all your everything on the planet resonates at a certain frequency. And these things can be measured, just like, you know, your internet's over whatever, like your cell phone is at, you know, 5.8 megahertz or whatever. We all know that all these different frequencies, information travels on these frequencies. That's why you get movies downloaded into your phone. You can, your whole body works like that as well. And so you get information that's traveling on energy waves throughout your body. So all this stuff, uh, all the health issues, all the emotional traumas all can be measured with this scan. And there's many, many different bioenergetic modalities. This is just one of them, one that I happen to use and I really enjoy and like and have seen it work and uh, or work to improve health. And uh, so you do a scan And the scan is very simple. Uh, You just do a voice scan and uh, very, very easy to do. You can do it anywhere in the world. We have clients all over the world, even like North Korea and Egypt. And, (laughs) you know, we have clients everywhere. And so you just do this uh, voice scan and you say, talk, you know, just count from zero to 10. And all the frequencies in your body can be measured. And then you can review that with a practitioner if you like. And there's just a wealth of information um in the scan, like I said, including your emotional trauma. So
1: yeah. And then once you get the scan results back, what's kind of the play by play after that?
0: Yeah. So then you the software will recommend maybe these what are called infaceuticals. It's information, corrective information like correct operating instructions are imprinted into salt water. And, and when you put that that salt water with that information, in that emphaseutical, you put that in your mouth, then that resonates at a certain frequency and that information gets sent to your cells, those operating instructions, and it kind of corrects whatever is going on, whatever came up in your scan, whether it's correcting your pancreatic function or releasing an emotional trauma or correcting your, your blood sugar control or whatever is going on with you. It will give you correct information.
1: And since it's unconscious stuff, it doesn't require psychological insight. Like you don't need to know that, you know, this event happened when I was four, it got stored in my pancreas and I have to release the emotion of overwhelm or whatever it might be.
0: No, no, it just, everything, it just has a frequency. It just measures that frequency. It also, the software also prioritizes the issues because we can't fix everything at once. So we get the priorities that you need to address and the order in which they need to be addressed. And so the software's been around, the company's been around for 45 years and they've developed the software over the last 20 years, many reiterations. So it's very, very sophisticated software. And so, uh, yeah, you don't need to know what happened in the past. A lot of things happen that we don't remember as a child or things happen to us that, we don't really think about or didn't think really affected us. Um, But they can still, you know, be in our, in our energy field affecting our health. Because what, so I wanted to explain one concept of like the energy field. So, and this has been scientifically validated, validated by HeartMath Institute Been studying this for, you know, several decades. So we have this energy field about, it's about, you know, say three meters or 10 feet in diameter around our body and in this energy field or your body field is where all this all the our cells communicate our brain communicates with our our organs or our heart communicates with you know with all the other organs and there's this information highway that's happening in our energy field and it's actually the primary way that our body communicates and this is lots of scientific research to show this as well And so our emotions, traumas, et cetera, they have this energetic frequency that is in our energy field. And say when you have a negative emotion like anger, for instance, and it's just repressed and it's just still in your energy fields, maybe it's affecting your liver. When you have that trauma or that emotion stuck in your liver, for instance, it's gonna start affecting its physical functioning. And so it will it will block messages. There'll be an energetic block where correct operating instructions or information from your brain are not going to make it to your liver, or it'll be distorted. And over time, that affects your liver's functioning, where you could get liver cancer, or you get a, a, a liver that's not producing enough bile to digest your fats, or whatever dysfunction. You know, your liver is your first line of your immunity. Maybe your immunity starts, you know, uh, you know, tapering down and not working as well. And so there's lots of different, you know, things that can happen when it comes to your liver. Um, so that's just one example of how you can have a breakdown of physical functioning when you have this energetic block happening, and that can happen anywhere in your body. And so, so it's, that's really how these emotional traumas and, and stuck emotions can impact our physical health and can and do Uh, cause so many of our major chronic illnesses and health issues and cancers and things like that.
1: You know, what attracted me so much to psychiatry and medical school was I I love the different subspecialties, you know, surgery, ophthalmology, all of these particular things. However, I, I kind of, my personal take was in a way you kind of become a body mechanic and you sort of do the same thing over and over again. Whereas with psychiatry, mental health, you're working with the interface between the mind, the psyche, the physical body, and you're kind of on the cusp of, you know, where science sort of, uh, you're at the end of the frontier where you're not really able to know everything. There's so much that we don't know compared to what we do know. And it's like uh, for somebody that's, you know, really into the X-Files or something, it's just a never ending mystery. So with a lot of this stuff, it's fascinating. And and the proof is in the pudding, because if you experience it and it works, there's this thing called phenomenology, where we may not be able to completely understand the exact method of, of every little part of it. But we, we know that there's something there. So I'm curious. For your own story, do you have any examples of, uh, you, you kind of shared a little bit about the bulimia, but mm-hmm. what was your experience with this? What was kind of the step-by-step of how how you went through it and how you became, I guess, sort of a believer from experiencing it?
0: Yeah, well, so, you know, I started doing Nest Health. And so that's how I really got in this bioenergetic software program. And I really got into releasing my emotional trauma in that way, doing a scan like once a month. And, and then I, got, I was researching more and started researching biofield tuning where Dr. I believe she's a doctor, uh, Eileen McCusick is really a pioneer and she's done years and years and years of research on biofield tuning and has developed a whole kind of a protocol around that. I don't have a biofield tuning fork around here. But so it's just a little fork and you kind of hit it on something and it creates this resonant frequency and you put that on your body. You can put it anywhere on your body. You can put it on your face or on your, I put it right on my chest, on my heart, and then it resonates out to your entire body field. And doing that uh, and do it maybe 20 minutes a day, doing it almost like a meditation can really help to release a lot of different emotions, especially if you do it intentionally. So you can say something like, "I intend to transmute anger." I intend and you hit it again. I intend to transmute anger. I intend to transmute worthlessness. And there's, and it's really profound how well it works. And you're sending this frequency to your body, and it it vibrates these toxic emotions out of your energy field. Mm-hmm. And, and it's really profound. And I've had Island McCusick on my podcast several times talking about how it works and it's just really fascinating but there's you know there's five emotions that everybody has There are kind of five negative emotions that everyone has that they that are the result of traumas that we've experienced and there are things that i you know encourage people to work on to release with biofield tuning and so those are self-hatred worthlessness powerlessness, self-deprivation, self-deprivation, and survival fear. And so that's kind of kind of a, a weird, kind of an interesting mix of emotions that I think I definitely did not identify with when I first started doing biofield tuning. And so just in all of my research, I discovered these are the emotions that most people need to release. And for me, I was in a a very toxic relationship, you know, several years ago. And I realized over the course of being in this toxic relationship, this person wasn't really treating me well and was kind of like controlling and just was like kind of a, you know, narcissistic person and just not good for me. And I realized the reason I was got into this relationship was because of feeling worthless, feeling self hatred, pathological loneliness and a feeling kind of powerlessness and when i started working on these emotions and started releasing them with biofield tuning i found myself less and less attracted to this person i felt myself getting stronger and stronger and really while you're you start clearing all these emotions your self-love blooms and that's the whole point for doing this work for doing this trauma work for doing you know releasing negative stuck emotions with biofield tuning is to allow your self-love to bloom by removing the roadblocks to that. And in that whole process of releasing these emotions, I was, I was able to finally get the courage to, to leave this person. And, and it ended up being a lot, happened a lot faster and and easier. And I was very relieved after it happened, because I think there's a lot of people in relationships where they're not happy, or they feel controlled, or they just, you know, chose, chose this person for the, maybe the wrong reasons because they are, are just kind of, um, you know, at, at the, the mercy of their emotional trauma. And so we, we choose people, you know, we choose people and attract people kind of where we're at in our maybe scale of of self-love, so to speak. And so, when you're able to release these emotions and work on your emotional trauma, you know you end up, a lot of people end up leaving the person they're with, or leaving their jobs, or moving, and have a lot of change and in, in shifts and alignments in their life, where they're aligning more into their life purpose and attracting people that help them on their their mission and their life purpose. And and I found certainly for me that was that was the case. And I'm just. Uh, and that was just a couple of years ago. And so I just feel like my life is so much different uh, from doing this work, doing a lot of very intensive type work, uh, has really allowed me to step more into my my purpose, which is helping other people. And this this relationship I was in was draining my energy, draining my time. And it was just taking my focus away from what I needed to be doing was to helping others.
1: Right. Yeah, I really want to look into these things. It's exciting to see kind of these different technologies, you know, aiding with the emotional healing, you know, translating this into give a fuck speak, so to speak. It's interesting. I wonder if you would agree that it's almost the definition of the emotional trauma is there was an intense emotion, some kind of an experience, and then there was by definition something that was very overwhelming about it and some kind of interpretation made in the mind of what that meant because when i look at these five different ones you talked about it's like there's this emotion but there's also this belief about it so i think of you know hate as just sort of a pure emotion that happens when something hateful happens and we just kind of pick up on that but then self-hate becomes this whole story where there's something about me that is bad that I I should hate or I'm not good enough kind of a thing. Would you agree with that or how how do you kind of understand these things?
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's a really good point because when you develop certain negative emotions like or beliefs about yourself, you know that you're not lovable, you have self-hatred or worthlessness, you're not worth having a partner treat you well or whatever the case may be these all stem from our parental relationships, from our developmental trauma, from our, and, and so essentially. And so many of, and, and these these become woven into your personality. If you've heard of the Enneagram personality typing, you know, these, these character traits, like people as a result of their trauma can become people pleasers they can become bullies they can have avoidance or whatever so they can become people that just love to party and they're constantly distracting themselves with partying and friends and substances and things like that And so these these this how we were raised and how we were treated uh, as a child and this is before the age of seven these so many of the our personality core personality traits happened before the age of seven. A lot of our personality is developed during that time. So it's not that you, mean, you can't, that's what in therapy, you can't talk yourself out of your personality, you know? And so, and, and, and a lot of these beliefs that you have, you've been operating on these beliefs and, about yourself and they, they, they affect the, the jobs you take, the, the friendships you have, the relationships you choose. How you spend money if you use drugs or not, or alcohol, you know uh, so these uh, personality traits or um, th- these beliefs we have um, are essentially, in how we behave are these personality traits uh, that you know are much easily addressed when you address them energetically. when you can you can release these beliefs about yourself, or these emotions. By using biofield tuning fork therapy, by using, like I said, there's many other methods of energy medicine. You can use Rife, Rife devices. I have a Rife. You can use uh, Nest Health. You can. There's bio meridian. There's there's just uh, all different types of bioenergetic software like that. But anything that's kind of a frequency based or sound therapy modality can release these uh, these negative emotions. And then the kind of maladaptive behaviors that we have as a result of these beliefs. But these all start very, you know, when we're very, very young. And so it's it's not as simple as something where you can go to talk therapy and kind of talk yourself out of these beliefs that you have. And many people don't even know they have these beliefs. Like for me, when I first started doing this work, I thought that I was like, my business is really successful. I'm helping other people. I have a relationship, he's totally in love with me and I'm in love with him. And um, I felt like I felt really good about myself. I was living in Mexico in this amazing place. I'm like, you know, I'm checking all these boxes, all these goals that I have, but yet I still have a look in the mirror and don't feel good. I still am with someone who doesn't treat me well. There's still all these little things where I was like, something's just not quite, right here, but I didn't really know why, you know, but in my head, I felt like I was successful and I was happy for the most part, you know? So it's, there's a lot that you to unpack when you start kind of doing this work. And a lot of people are, are, can be surprised by the the emotions that they carry and, and how it's really affecting them on a deep level.
1: I think of the analogy, if you've ever seen your computer defragmenting your hard drive where they have all of those, the grid of the blue dots or the blue squares and then the red ones where things are fragmented and then your computer slowly goes through and it gets rid of the red ones and it consolidates everything and makes everything nice and neat and blue colors or green colors. I think we've all seen this, right? Yes, yeah. Yeah, so I... it's kind of the, back to the phenomenology idea, with the emotional brain, the emotional experience. There's not a lot of logic. There's not a lot of stories. It's it's more you know binary. It's kind of like black white, all or nothing. And so, the way that makes sense to me is sometimes with these emotional traumas, and like you said, it could be something like neglect. It doesn't have to be this capital T trauma where there was this horrific abuse scenario, but it could be, you know, habitual, it could be, you know, over time, or it could just be something that was small, but it was experienced by the person as something that was feeding into that story, that self hate, worthlessness, or whatever these maladaptive beliefs might be. And in doing some of these different modalities, whether it's with energy or hypnosis, trying to get to that level, It's almost like this automatic reset. Some of my patients have done MDMA and they have these intentions of healing. And instead of it being this process of like the traditional psychotherapy, like, oh, I understand myself and this was my story and this is my logic and now here's the new logic and here's the new story. It's more just instantaneous. It's resetting those grid pieces that that went wrong somewhere along the way. And just healing them, setting them right again. So you're kind of released. And I'm curious for you, what kind of bridges that gap between getting healed and then getting some insight into what was healed? Or is that even necessary? Do you have a lot of traumas that were healed that you don't even know? You just know that you feel better now and you no longer have these maladaptive relationship patterns.
0: Yes, exactly. So you don't really have to know what happened to you or, or know what's affecting you. When you do a scan, a Ness Health scan, it will pick up all the, the traumas that you, that you have that are resonating for you at that time that you can release. Or you do biofield tuning, you can start with the emotions that you really feel like you need to release. In my emotional detox program, I have a whole list of all the emotions. I have a whole PDF there's like, you know, 55 different emotions and, and you can go through and you, there's ones that you resonate with, but I have, and you can, you know, work on releasing those, but I have the, the top five ones that I mentioned before, uh, which are the, the powerlessness, the self-hatred, the, the worthlessness and the, the survival fear and the powerlessness, you know, when most people start on those and most people have about 400 hours of biofield tuning they need to do. So it's something that's like kind of a practice you do, like a meditation every day. And I think it's much more effective than meditation because meditation, there's a lot of research behind that, but it doesn't release your emotional trauma. It can reduce your stress and improve your heart rate variability and things like that, which is great, improve sleep, Um, but it doesn't release your emotional trauma. So I think it's more effective to do something that's more like active when you're taking taking that time uh, for meditation. Uh, to do something like biofield tuning that we know based on the research does release emotional trauma. And so, but you can, like I said, you can do those top five emotions that will go a long way uh, to helping you to feel better mentally mentally and physically. And then you can do other things that you, just, you know you need to do. Say you need to do loneliness or that maybe that's keeping you in that toxic relationship or Maybe you need to do uh, anger, or whatever. You, you can look at a resentment, you know, or if you're working more than your husband and, you know, that's a kind of a function of envy, then you can work on resentment. You know, and there's just a lot of different things that uh, a lot of different emotions and there's a whole list there that people can work through and whatever kind of feels right for them. But anything maybe you're unconscious of, you can do uh, Ness Health scans and it'll pick up all the emotions or traumas that you need to work on.
1: Now, I'm assuming that you weren't just healed of this and got sort of cleared or released, but you also developed some insight into, into what it was for you. And how did you get that insight? Or was that not even a necessary component for you? I'm assuming that you have some insight into a lot of these traumas and a lot of these stuck emotions, and you develop some more self-knowledge, some psychological insight. And so I'm just curious how that came for you or not.
0: No, just me personally or developing my oh, program.
1: Sure. Yeah, you personally or any examples?
0: Yes. Yeah, so I think, you know, basically I went through, I mean, I've done a lot of, I've had a lot of therapy, you know, in my life and I've read a lot of the the books and I had a, I, and I've taken a lot of courses actually on psychology. And I think I had a very good, very good understanding of what was going on with me. I knew all the traumas I have with my family. But I think another thing that really struck me was learning about transgenerational trauma and how trauma from your ancestors can travel from your energy field, you know, from your grandmother's energy field to your mother's energy field to your energy field. And there's conventional research about this on Holocaust survivors and how those traumas transfer down to their their offspring and I just found that really fascinating. And I found that I was having to release that type of trauma, stuff that didn't even happen to me, but it was still affecting me and my mental health and my physical health that I had to release. And I consulted with actually, I've, I've, I've talked to different medical intuitives as well. That's a little bit like woo woo out there, but you know, I'm going there. Um, but that had some really interesting insight into past emotional trauma that I had. Uh, great, great, great grandmother that it was still affecting me today. And there's another really interesting software called Zydo. and they have a software called Evox that you do a scan, and that's very, very creepy, eerily accurate. The stuff that comes up in this zyto Evox scan, and I did this with a, a medical doctor, a friend of mine who's a cancer doctor, and he helps his cancer patients, and the cancer tumors disappear. Just by doing emotional trauma work, because many cancers are um, emotional trauma based, and that's the underlying root cause and genesis of of these cancers. And so, I just that was that completely blew my mind. Um, doing this e scan and kind of doing some reprogramming and you know energy release, doing this this kind of uh, it's another form of uh, bioenergetic scanning and and work that you can do. And so that just, that's, there's just a lot of different things I unpacked (laughs) on this journey uh, that I put into my emotional detox program. That uh, this program is uh, 30 hours long. There's a lot of information in it because you have to work on the, on, there's a multi level approach to it. So you have to do the bioenergetic approach, which we've talked about. There is a psychological approach that you need to address, like, mindset and dealing with other people when you're going through this, all these changes. And also looking at your heart rate variability, looking at your stress set set point, because many people were born super stressed out. So they have a very high stress set point. Their nervous system is just like on edge. And so they need to do physical things to bring down their stress set point. So doing things like vagus nerve stimulation to help calm down their nervous system, retrain their nervous system, doing things like that stop processes to stop negative thoughts and stop rumination. And, you know, this repeated worry that some people can have. And there's a lot of different psychological techniques as well in the program. And then third is the physical aspect, because if your blood sugar is out of control, you're not going to be able to fix anxiety or depression or, uh, if you're not sleeping, you know all the other work you're doing is really going to be not as effective. So I have like 13 hours of different things that people can do to fix their health and and address the most important aspects of their health, like their their diet and a lot of people. It's really interesting. A lot of people with emotional trauma have small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. They have SIBO, and so they have digestive issues as a result of that. So I have like a two week kind of a fasting program people can do to eliminate small intestinal bowel overgrowth. And I believe about 85% of people with, um, about 85% of cases of SIBO are due to emotional trauma. Uh, and I go into all of the the kind of domino effect uh, in you know excruciating detail about how the trauma causes uh, the small intestinal bowel overgrowth. So there's really a lot of a lot of information, conventional medical research packed into this emotional detox program.
1: Yeah. So emotional detox program. I'm gonna have to check that out more. It sounds like you've put a lot of work into it. It's exciting.
0: Yes. Yeah. It's it's really fascinating. And I I have some really fascinating statistics too. I think it'll be really interesting for people. You know, like so so these these traumas that people have in the conventional medical research, they're called adverse childhood events or ACEs and 67% of people have at least one ACE, and if people have four or more ACEs, and this is a, a, a conventional medical research by Kaiser Permanente, and they studied about 17,000 people. And what they found was that if people, if people have four or more ACEs, they have a 16.5% uh, chance of being a current smoker, um, if people have four or more ACEs, um, 18.3% of those have attempted suicide. Um, four or more ACEs, 50.7% of people have experienced two or more weeks of depression in the past year. Uh, 28.4% of people with four or more ACEs have used illegal drugs. Um, 12% of people four or more ACEs are overweight or obese. And uh, 18% of people are alcoholic that have four or more ACEs. And people have, uh, if you have four or more ACEs, you're two times more likely to have cancer, 4.6 more likely to have heart disease, three times more likely to have financial problems, two times more likely to have a stroke, uh, 4.4 times more likely to have lung disease um just it just goes on and on and on and on it's just really and this was just one study uh that found this and and there were some issues in the research though they didn't there were a lot of adverse childhood events that they actually didn't quantify for uh a lot of them so you know i believe it, th- like this research said that 65% of physical health issues are caused by emotional trauma these adverse childhood events, but I think it's, it's upwards of more like 85, 90% um, if you factor in many of the adverse childhood events that the study missed. So I go into all that, all that research and everything um, in the program.
1: Yeah. And the ACE questionnaire is something, you know, accepted in mainstream psychiatry as something that we do, you know, utilize. Uh, it has really robust data behind it and it's important to pay attention to. I'm curious. Have you done any uh, past life regression work or experiences?
0: I have. Yes, yeah. I've done past life regression. I thought it was really like interesting. <laughs> it was, it was so amazing because I really, I've been very grounded in the science sciences, you know, since I was a young age, I was always very skeptical of all my friends going to psychics and intuitives, and I was like, uh, please, and so. I think just in my whole journey, I realized there are people that are intuitives. There are people that have gifts that there are, there is, we all do have a direct line to source where we can ask for help. And, and that's why the research shows prayer works, you know? And so, uh, when I, I, you know, talked to this intuitive, if you will, they found that actually my first husband in my past life had actually been my butler. I was a very wealthy woman And my husband had been my butler in this past lifetime. And he really wasn't that into me, but he wanted a a taste of my lifestyle and what it would be like to live this lifestyle and and whatnot. And so we end up falling in love and getting married, but but he was never really that into me or committed to me, or I just wasn't the right person for him. And I was like, wow, that just sounds a lot like our marriage (laughs) in in this life. And so I thought that was like really interesting. And this person said all kinds of stuff she would have never have known, you know, it was just, this is a really gifted person that had been referred to me. And so, and she helped me like cut the cord from that person. And she's saying, this person is really affecting you a lot in your current relationship. And I thought, "Hmm, that's weird. I thought I'd processed that person and moved on, you know? And so we did this kind of like you know, it, there's just things you can do like to cut energetic cords so that your past relationships are not affecting you today. And so that, that was just a really interesting concept and something that I did uh, for people, people in my past. And yeah, it's all been very interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm really open to trying, you know, anything. And I'm also very skeptical too, I was referred to one lady, I think she was in Amsterdam and I did one session of a past life regression and, you know, I went along with it and it was the wildest experience. I can't explain it to this day, but it was like, I was watching this movie play out in front of me and she wasn't suggesting anything. I was, you know, generating the entire story of what happened, what I saw, and it was, Just like I was reliving this experience and I, looking back to it, now it's like this memory, like I have of this like real event that happened or this like really good movie that I watched. And I, I, to this day, I, I don't know where the details, like there are so many details that came and there's like images of faces and people. Like I, in this past life, I had a wife and I was a blacksmith and I ended up getting beheaded. And, and I had children and they had red hair, like all of these, you know, wild things going on. So I, I I don't know what to make of it. I I haven't gone back to try again, but still very, uh, it was a moving experience to say the least.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of really interesting ways to address your past. Let's just put it that way. I mean, there's, and there's endless ways. And so I, I have a lot of suggestions for people to to try different things as my journey is not gonna work for everyone. And so there's lots of different paths that people can take like you said, doing MDMA or, fr- you know, the frog medicine or do it, the combo or ayahuasca, or, you know I've had friends that have had phenomenal results using mushrooms and they're totally different people um, doing kind of like low dose micro dosing of uh, mushrooms and uh, psilocybin, whatever. And uh, so there's, there's lots of ways to to skin that chicken, you know, and <laughs> and improve your life. But, you know, you need, yeah, I think people, a lot of people really focus on their physical health, you know, when they're trying to get better or feel better. And, you know, if you have like complex chronic illness, chronic fatigue, pain syndromes, or, or whatever, you just wake up feeling meh, you know, like I do, but your life, you, your life, you should be happy. Like for me, I looked at my life, I'm like, why am I not shit eating happy right now? I have this, you know, so I've had several periods in my life where I'm just, I have a, an amazing life and I just don't feel good. You know, I just feel kind of, ugh. or like why I want to wake up feeling joy. I want to wake up feeling happiness. I want to, you know, and so by doing emotional trauma work, using sound therapy, using bioenergetic modalities, biofield tuning, and and there's other modalities as well, you can kind of clear that path, clear these roadblocks that are kind of standing in your way between yourself and happiness and really stepping into your life purpose and the life that you want to create for yourself.
1: You're a trailblazer and it's so nice to have a guide who's you know looked at the scientific research behind this stuff that's done the work to kind of map it out to give people options to look into to see, you know, where there might be some promise with this stuff. Because if you look at the mental health statistics around us, we're failing. You know, the suicide rates continue to go up. People are still suffering quite a bit. So we are still very early on our journey towards figuring it all out for sure.
0: Yeah. And I and I know for me, I don't mean to like poo poo doing talk therapy or anything like that. I mean, for me, it's been phenomenally helpful. And to figure out your, you know, your mommy and daddy issues and, you know, how to relate to other people and how what's appropriate, what's not, how to be in relationships. It's incredibly helpful to learn how to, to navigate this world. It's great. But when it comes to like emotional trauma, I think they a different approach, an energetic approach. It needs to be employed.
1: Yeah. Well, before we wrap up, was there anything else that you wanted to get to or leave us with?
0: No, I think that I think that's about it. You know, you guys can find me on MyersDetox.com and the the program I talked about is the emotional detox program. It's on MyersDetox.com under programs. And I've got lots of podcasts on emotional trauma as well, if you want to dig into that. And my my first love is heavy metal and environmental toxin detox. Cause I think that's another big roadblock to people's functioning, you know, because in my decade of research you know, different heavy metals and chemicals affect our hormones. They affect our neurotransmitters. They affect just our blood, our ability to control our blood sugar. They, they cause so many different issues and physical and mental in our body. So I think that's another roadblock, essentially, that needs to be removed to, to have ideal functioning. And, and detoxing is very anti-aging as well, because, you know, these toxins cause free radical damage and oxidative stress. And so when you remove that, Uh, You just uh, are really reversing the clock as well.
1: As I said before, the proof is in the pudding. And if if you can see the video right now, I cannot believe you you look, you know, 20 years younger than your stated age, which is one of the things that, you know, we always, you know, comment on when we're doing our notes and stuff. But yeah, it's amazing like what you've discovered and you've really blazed a trail so people can get a lot of wealth of experience and information without having to do all the work and reinvent the wheel on their own.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there was a lot, a lot of research that went into all these discoveries. Let's, say, let's just say I'm, I'm very motivated to be healthy and, and to look young. <laughs> so I'm just, you know, happy to share the, this knowledge and information with people so that they can, you know, because I just, I love helping people and love, love, you know, helping people find that piece of the puzzle. Because I was there once too. I was there. I have a, a you know, health crises and mental health crises myself and you know, I wanted to create a resource for people to kind of figure out, you know, what's going on with them, you know, apart from the kind of, you know, I guess, big myopia that they're getting at their doctors, which is a lot of information when they, you know, they seek out help from their, their doctor. There's a lot of information, a lot of solutions that people aren't getting. So there, for me, I found that very frustrating like why can't why can't you figure out what's going on with me? Or, you know, I think there's there's a big shift that people have to have from relying on their medical doctor and taking a pill to taking full responsibility for their health, and you, you have to do the work yourself. And you're going to be your own best advocate. And so I think there's a, a lot of self responsibility. That people have to have in improving their diet and not eating sugar and, and and junk food and you know your mental and physical health depends on that and you have to exercise and you have to detox and you have to do this emotional detox and there's just a lot of a lot of things that that you have to do to care for yourself to improve your health that does not involve a pill for every ill and so and so these are the things that I found that. Like I talk, the things I talk about are the things you're not getting at your doctor, you know, like where you have to take minerals. You have, that's the, the most important supplement. You have to work on emotional trauma. You have to work on detoxification. And so I talk about very much alternative things that people aren't you know, kind of the information they're not getting at their conventional and even functional medical doctor as well.
1: Dr. Winnie Myers, it's been enlightening. Thank you so much for being on.
0: Yeah, thanks so much for having me.
1: If you want to learn more from Wendy Myers, you can watch your free masterclass at emodetox.com. It's a one-hour masterclass summing up how emotional trauma leads to physical health issues and touching on how to address emotional trauma successfully. That is emo-detox.com. Hey, guys. Thanks for watching. This is Dr. Alex Wills with Give a F Actually. Make sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your podcasts.
0: Thanks for watching, make sure to check out the merch store, <laughs> RadicalEmotionalAcceptance.com. Bye!
1: Bye!